Recorded live. Yes. Mm-hmm. 
Lord, we love you, we love you, we love you, we love you. things when you know 
it's best to do. And we thank you, Father, for your divine timetable, your divine schedule. You told us you would meet all of our needs according to your riches in Christ Jesus. Father, we thank you for being a father who keeps his word and who keeps his promises. Speak to us tonight, Father. Give us a word that will help us get closer to you, Father, that we may know you all the better, your good, pleasing, and perfect will, and that we may do those things that are pleasing in your sight. We trust you're going to do these things for us as we are touching and agreeing in spiritual realms. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray amen and amen. Amen and amen. Favor makes you. Now, understand, children of God, that when you have the favor of God on your life, it's going to make you not be passed by. It's going to make you not be overlooked. It's got, the blessings of God are going to come your way. The Bible says that all these blessings shall come upon you and accompany you. You say, Apostle, what are you trying to get us to understand? That when you have the favor of God, blessings will locate you. All these blessings shall come upon you, shall come upon you. You don't have to be doing so much looking for the blessings because the blessings will be looking for you. You will not be passed by when you have the favor of God. You will not be overlooked. See, when it's time for your blessing, your blessing will come. When it's time for your redemption, your redemption will come. When it's time for your healing, your, when you have the favor of God, Lot said, look, if I have found favor in your eyes, my Lord, do not pass your servant by. I'm here to let somebody to know that God, when you have the favor of God operating in your life, you will not be passed by. Men may pass you by, men may overlook you, but God has got somebody that's going, that's going to come to your rescue, that's going to come to your aid. Here is Lot in the midst of a wicked and adulterous generation, a very wicked and adulterous uh, a dispensation, but he found favor in the eyes of the Lord, and he was not passed by. Now, the Bible says in, in verse 1, Genesis chapter 18 and 1, the Lord appeared to Abraham near the great trees of Mamre as he was sitting at the entrance of the tent in the heat of the day. Abraham, my mistake, saints, my mistake, I'm, I'm looking at Abraham pleads for Sodom in my Bible. Abraham, Abraham, he looked up and he saw three men standing nearby. When he saw them, he hurried from the entrance of his tent to meet them and bowed low to the ground. Now watch this now. He said, if I have found favor in your eyes, my Lord, do not pass your servant by. All right? Let a little water be brought, and then you may all wash your feet and rest under this tree. Let me get you something to eat so that you can be refreshed and then go on your way now that you have come to your servant. Very well. They answered, do as you say. So Abraham hurried into the tent to get Sarah. Quick, he said, get three seals of fine flour and knead it and bake some bread. Then he ran to the herd and selected a choice tender calf and gave it uh, to a servant who hurried to prepare it. He then brought some curds of milk and the calf that had been prepared and set these before them while they ate. He stood near them under a tree. Now, now, what you're seeing here now, and this is important to keep in mind, that your, your character will determine the level of blessings of God in your life, your character, your character. Now, and I've shared this with you before about Abraham. Abraham was the kind of man that when it came down 
to obeying God, he would do it quickly. When it came down to, to uh, you know, most times, now, you know, we, we understand that he, he slept with Hagar and produced Ishmael, and that was an aberration in Abraham's life. Abraham was the kind of man when God said something to Abraham, he moved quickly. He moved quickly. He moved expeditiously. And the blessings of God oftentimes came quickly in his life. Now, you cannot expect quick blessings from God when you constantly want to present God with delayed response or delayed obedience. Abraham, look at what the Bible says. Look at these kind of adjectives, all right? Look at, go to verse, verse 6. Now, here are these, uh, 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 hurry. So Abraham hurried into the tent to get saved. Quick, he said, get three seals of fine flour, knead it, and bake some bread. Then he ran to the herd. Look at that. We got quick. We got hurry. We got ran to select a choice, tender calf. Now, he was also a man who knew the importance of the proper sacrifice. Let me explain something to some of you all out there. The wrong sacrifice to God, the wrong sacrifice in the kingdom of God can end up doing you more harm than good. Abraham said, I don't have time to be playing around with the things of God here. Sacrifice that needs to be made, it needs to be choice. It needs to be a choice sacrifice. We found out a little bit earlier in one of the broadcasts not too much long ago that, that Cain got himself in a whole lot of trouble with the wrong sacrifice. The wrong sacrifice can be deadly. The wrong sacrifice. Now, there's just the wrong sacrifice. Nadab and Abihu. You know, some of Abram's sons, if I'm not mistaken, they offered up some strange fire. Got boom. So let's make sure that our sacrifices are choice. He picked a tender calf, gave it to a servant, watch this, who hurried to prepare it. You say, Apostle, what are you getting us, uh, trying to get us to understand? See, see, pastors out there, you need to understand that th those who are worshiping under your ministry, they're watching how you do things. Abraham was a man, now, 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 now Abraham was a man who hurried to, to, to do the things that were pleasing in the eyesight of God. Well, what he ended up, he ended up producing was a, was a household and servants around him that also understood the importance of hurrying up to do the things that were pleasing in God's sight. If you can't see a man is blessed and pick up one or two things from him or see a woman is blessed and pick up one or two things from them, then something is wrong with you. The Bible says the servant, that, that, that this individual who had been serving, who had been watching Abraham for years, had been watching Abraham acquire flocks and herds, had watched Abraham acquire silver and gold, had been watching Abraham with the blessings of God on his marriage, the blessings of God on his flocks, his herds, his fields. This, this individual has watched and learned. See, don't be just watching just to be watching. Watch to learn. gave it to a servant who hurried to prepare it. He then brought some curds and milk and, and, and the calf that had been prepared and set those before them. While they ate, he stood near them under the tree. Where is your wife, Sarah? They asked. There in the tent, he said. Then the Lord said, I will surely return to you about this time next year, and Sarah, your wife, will have a son. I will surely return. Here is Abraham just about to receive 
what God had promised them. Now you got to you got to be careful now because you know when, when it's time to receive, everybody talk like they want to receive what God got for them. But the reality is, no, everybody don't. Everybody's not even ready to receive what God got for them. Some some people don't even believe what God has got for them. There they are, Abraham is, is, is well advanced in age, Sarah is well advanced in age, and here come the Lord talking about that not only are you not going to get it now, you're already old, but you're going to be a year older before you get it. The Bible said, now Sarah was listening at the entrance to the tent, which was behind him. Abraham and Sarah are already old. Watch this and well advanced in years. And Sarah was past the age of childbearing, past the Bible says she, see, see if, if that right there was a statement of truth, if you don't get a revelation as to what that was said right there, then, then the Bible, there's a lie. Because if she was in fact past the age of childbearing, then there's no way she could have had a child. So there, there, there has to be a, a deeper revelation to that because if you just look at that at what's being said, it looks like a contradiction. Well, the reality was she was past the, the age of childbearing in man's sight. She was past the age of childbearing, you got to understand, in man's sight, but she was not past the age of childbearing in God's sight. And see, because we are children of God and because we are, we are, our citizenship is in heaven, we got to understand that there are some rules that apply to regular folk that don't apply to us. There's some things that regular folk can't do that we can do. There's some things that regular folk can't get away with that we can because we are children of the promise, because we are, we are children of, we are of the seed of Abraham. Here it was, no other women having no babies at this age, but Sarah did. And no other fathers out there, no other fathers out there still having sex and, and giving birth at a hundred. Abraham did. So understand that when you walk in in the favor of God, there's going to be some things that come your way and some things you're going to be able to do and some places you're going to be able to go. Everybody can't go. And that's not for us to be arrogant. It's not for us to be conceited. It's just for us to understand that favor makes you. It was the favor of God that made Sarah able to have a child when she was way beyond the age of childbearing. It was the favor of God that made Abraham still able to impregnate a wife when he was almost triple digits in age. It, favor makes you. Favor makes you able to do what others can't do. Favors make you able to say what others can't say. Favor make you able to go where others can't. Favor is favor now. I'm favor. When I walk into a place, I'm looking, there's some, there's some favor in here. If God has sent me there, then there's some favor there. Now, some of us overstay our welcome. Once you have got your favor, it's time to leave. Don't overstay. Once you have got the favor of the, the, the favor of God, it's time to leave. Oh, we were in a place just this evening. You know, I hadn't asked anybody for any extra stuff. One woman of God just come out and just here. Here's a little something for you all. Favor. One of the saints was trying to get an explanation. I'm looking at him like, Do you, have you been listening to the messages thus far? Favor. Favor. Bible talks about how God made the Egyptians favorably disposed to the Israelites. Favor. Favor. And in that way, the Egyptian, 
the Israelites plundered the Egyptians, took all kind of stuff up out of Egypt. Took all kind of stuff, all kind of gold earrings, bangles, bracelets, all kind of stuff that they had. Only time they had ever seen that stuff before was on master around master's neck. Only time they had ever seen that kind of stuff before was on was on on, on, on Pharaoh, and they walking out of Egypt with it. Favor, favor makes you. It makes you. It makes you able to do what they, what you. It favor makes you able to do what you could never do in and of yourself. Favor, favor. Sarah was listening at the entrance of the tent, which was behind him. Abraham and Sarah were already old and well-advanced in, in years. Sarah was past the age of childbearing. So Sarah laughed to herself as she thought, after I'm worn out and my master is old, will I now have this pleasure? Then the Lord said to Abram, why did Sarah laugh and say, will I really have a child now that I'm old? Is anything too hard for the Lord? Now, that's something you want to keep in your mind, child of God. Wherever you find yourself in this life, wherever you find yourself in creation, is anything too hard for the Lord? Is it too hard for God to heal a a, a broken heart? No. Is it too hard for God to heal somebody of age? No. Is it too hard for God to take somebody from a life of prostitution or a life of crime and take them and use them to do great works in the kingdom of God? No. Is it too hard for God to cast out demons? No. Is it too hard for God to – is anything too hard for God? If God can take a convict and make him second in command in a matter of seconds, take him from the prison cell to make him second in command in one of the most powerful nations in all the earth, then, then, then that means there's nothing too hard for God to do for me. There's nothing too hard for God to do for you. God took Joseph from the dungeon, from the prison, and in a matter of seconds, in a matter of minutes, in a matter of time, elevated him to second in command in the whole nation. There were a whole lot of characters that had gone to school. While Joseph was in prison, there were jokers going to school learning how to be politicians. Joseph come up out of prison and be put ahead of all of them. Is anything too hard for the Lord? Don't come telling me about your little degrees. Don't come telling me, because if God wants me to do the job and God endow me, I'll do the job better than you. With all your little man, man degrees and man, if God want me to do it and endow me to do it, is anything too hard? Favor. Now, we're talking about favor makes you. Favor makes you qualified. Favor makes you anointed. Favor makes you able to do what you could not do in and of yourself. I, the angel said, look, the Lord said, I will return to you at the appointed time next year and say we will have a son. Now, don't be surprised that God is doing some things at some times you didn't expect him to do. God liked that kind of thing. He liked that kind of thing. You, you, you thought it was over. You thought the ball game was over. And God come and do it at a time when you thought all hope was gone. See, you thought that oh, Lazarus couldn't come up from the dead. He'd been in the, in the grave four days. God said, now, now it's time for me to show myself. So a lot of times, children of God, keep in mind that when all hope is lost, hope some more. When all hope is lost, hope some more. Hope some more. Hope, hope some more. Sarah was afraid, so she lied and said, I didn't laugh. 
But the Lord said, yeah, yeah, you did laugh. You, you didn't believe what I told you. And it's best to just go ahead and admit that, you know, that my hope was lost. See, my belief was lost. My faith was lost. My trust was lost. Just go, ah, you know, Lord, I am. Hope some more. Hope some more. See? No, Lord, you haven't done it yet, but I'm hoping you will. <laughs> Lord, it's been a long time. I've been waiting on this thing a long time, but I'm going to wait some more. Favor. Favor makes you hope some more. God bless you, children of God, and heaven smile on you. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we thank you tonight for everything you've shared with us, everything you've done to us through us and for us. We give you glory, honor, and praise. Father, watch over your people as we part. One from another. May the grace of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, the love of God, the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit, rest, rule, and abide henceforth now and nevermore. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives, and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. Since you can reach us through email at thechristconcernchurch at gmail.com, check out our website at www.ourchurch.com backslash member backslash t backslash tccc feel free to join us on talk shoes recast youtube and itunes at 9 a.m to 7 p.m daily on talk shoe call 724-444-7444 and try d17959 on spreecast type in robert bryant on youtube and the christian search church channel you can see excerpts of apostle robert bryant on youtube Donations should be sent by using the donation button on the church website or our talk show homepage. God bless you and heaven smile you in Jesus' name. Amen. Uh, sorry, Mom.